everyone and welcome back to Kindness Matters. My name is Kylie and as always I'm keeping the conversation going. This is week eight of this podcast and time has really gone quick. I started this podcast out just to help me get through lockdown and restrictions and it's helping. I don't know if it's helping anyone else out there but it's definitely helping me. So this week what did we do? All right on Friday afternoon my daughter who is a teacher and a fellow teacher, decided that they were going to do something different this weekend because they couldn't go to cafes or wineries or go for walks. They decided that they were going to do a -a readathon. And my daughter asked me if I'd be interested. And I said to her, well, what is this readathon about? What do you have to do? She goes, we start at five o'clock on Friday and we have to finish the book by midnight Sunday night. And I said, okay. And I had a really fairly good idea of what book they were going to choose because it was coming, it had come out that week. And everyone had been waiting for it. And it was Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. Now, she was the author that wrote The Twilight Saga. I back, I couldn't believe it was 10 years ago that she wrote them. And back then, I was a big Twilight fan. Now, I'm 50, so I was 40 when it came out. But I really enjoyed it. The idea of living forever and not getting sick and being able to do whatever you wanted actually really resonated with me. The idea of drinking human blood and taking a human life, not so good, but the idea of living forever and seeing what was going on in the world has me fascinated. Like at the moment, my story, I want to see where my story of my life goes. I want to see where it it's, hasn't finished yet. I've got another at least good 20, maybe 30 if I'm lucky, good years, and I want to see where it goes. And I want to see where this world goes too. I mean, at the moment, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. It actually looks like a really, really awful world, especially with corona. But, you know, when we get over this hump, and we will, I want to see what is at the other end of this world. So Twilight, for me, was amazing. I loved it. And so I agreed to do this readathon. So I I bought the book on my Kindle, and I started reading it on Friday night. So all day, sat down on my Sabbath, I read it. And in between doing some other things like reading the Bible and doing 100 Days of Brave. But I basically sat by the fire because it was a really horrible day. It was raining and cold. So I sat by the fire and I read Midnight Sun. Now getting into it, I'd already read a first few chapters a few years ago because it had been leaked. Uh, So she literally left those chapters out. And I had realized why I really enjoyed the book. It was different and it was a love story and it was just amazing. So I was starting to really, really enjoy Midnight Sun. And I was on reading, I'm thinking, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to read this very fast because I want to absorb every moment of this book. I want to be part of this book. So, of course, I didn't finish it on Sunday, but that's okay. It's all right not to actually finish something that you finish something, even though you're meant to. I know my daughter finished it. I don't know if her fellow teacher finished it or not on the day, but I'm. I still haven't finished it. I'm still reading it because I, I don't want to rush it. Is there, you know, is there anyone else there like that? Like that? They don't want it. They don't want the book to end. So you just don't rush it. And that's how I feel. Um, so, and then on Saturday, I woke up with a very swollen eye. It was an allergy due to a cat that I have inherited. Let me tell you the story. And some of you may be able to sympathize with me. About two years ago, my youngest daughter wanted a cat. And her father and I kept saying no because she's not responsible enough. You won't look after it. It'll end up being me that looks after it. I don't want another animal. I already have a dog that I look after 
and that is enough. But being the age she was, she went behind our back and she was 18, so she was legally allowed to adopt a cat. She went out and bought a ragdoll cross. His name is Prince and he is great. He is a very beautiful cat and we do love him. But then I fast forward to now and she has decided to leave home. So she's decided to leave home and move in with a guy and I have been left with the cat. I love animals and I don't like seeing them hurt or being disowned for no particular reason just because she's found a guy. I don't think that's fair enough on the cat. So, of course, I've taken him under my wing. The problem being is I'm not allergic to cats because I've had cats all through my life, but I'm allergic to certain times of the year with their coat and the oils that they um, they, they, let, they let out of their, their coat. So on Saturday, I woke up with a massive allergy with my eye really sore. So reading the book was a bit hard, but at least it was something to do and I didn't have to feel sorry. And look, as I said, he's a beautiful cat and he shouldn't be punished for something that she's decided she doesn't want. And another thing is he misses her too, which is a bit sad. So he keeps looking for her in her room and he cries. He's very, I don't know if anyone has had a rag doll out there, but they are very intelligent cats. They are very intelligent and they know what's going on. And as soon as he comes in, comes into the lounge room, he jumps on my husband's knee and wants to be cuddled. He knows not to do it to me. I, As I said, I own a dog and I have a cat now. And I feed them and I pat them, but I don't get too close to them because I do. It's not that I'm allergic to them. It's allergic to what hap, what they're doing at the moment with their body and their, their oils. So that's where I've gone. And, I mean, there's a lot more to this, to my youngest daughter. She has um, mental health issues. And maybe day, one day I'll tell you about them. But at the moment it's not my story to tell. I'll just say that it is very hard living with a daughter with mental health issues and I blame myself every day for that. Monday was six months anniversary of my mum getting her angel wings and I'd planned to visit a bakery that her and I visited up in Turidan. We used to do it every Saturday morning. We'd have a cup of tea and a cake and even a pie sometimes. But because of the um, coronavirus, those visitations were unable to be done so I decided that you know I would go and get a, um, a nice array of flowers and I'd seen them at Coles last weekend or last week and I thought oh, I'll remember to go and do that on Monday well I went on Monday and of course they'd sold out so in the middle of Coles I started crying because nothing I wanted how I wanted to celebrate my mum's six month anniversary just couldn't happen so I came home and I remember saying good morning, uh, goodbye to my husband on Monday morning before he went to work and going past my front yard, we have a camellia tree. Now, this camellia tree was transported from my mum's house over 20 years ago and we planted in my front yard. And the, car, the camellias were brilliantly pink and they were beautiful. And I thought, you know what, let's cut them. They'll have a sentimental value because my mum, they came from my mum's garden, now they're in mine. So I cut a few and I went and got some rosemary for my rosemary tree and I put it in a vase and I lit a candle for the day. And I think that made me feel a little bit better knowing that there was something from me. And she would have loved it. She wouldn't have loved me buying, spending $20 on a flower arrangement that was going to die anyway. She wouldn't have loved that. So I know this was probably a little bit more helpful and more sentimental for her. I'm really actually lucky than most people because my mum and my dad um, aren't in a cemetery. They are actually in my house. I haven't 
come to terms with putting them in a pot plant yet. But so they're sitting underneath my TV in the lounge room, which seems very odd, but they're there. So I'm lucky I get to visit my mum. And I know I've heard stories the other day that people haven't been able to go visit the cemeteries because they live too far away. They don't live in the five kilometre radius. And I was listening to a lady on the radio the other day, which upset me. She, her husband had passed away 14 months ago and she visited the cemetery quite often, but it was quite far away. I think it was 14 kilometres maybe, and she couldn't go visit and so she was upset. And she'd also lost her mother three uh, earlier, a few weeks earlier as well. And so she was struggling to deal with what was going on. So in hindsight, I'm really lucky because my mum and dad are here. I also have my grandparents here as well, and they are in a pot out the, out the back that has a beautiful rose there. So I get to visit them as well through coronavirus, and that helps through the process of, of mourning. We're cleaning my mum's unit out at the moment because we just sold it and that's come to be another stressful part of coronavirus because the charities that would normally come and pick up the furniture are now not allowed to. So we have had to find other ways of cleaning the house and of course the house has the unit has to be cleaned for the other person to move in. So over the next few days I've hired furniture, furniture removalists and they're going to have to just move all the furniture into my house or into my backyard. And unfortunately, because I've got nowhere else to store it, all this beautiful furniture is probably ending, going to end up in hard waste, which makes, which breaks my heart. Um, it's also very hard to clean my mum's unit out because every time they go, we go to throw something out, I feel like it's part of my mum being thrown out. There's my mum was my best friend, and we used to go shopping every week, and we'd buy some silly things and we'd laugh about it. And sometimes we wouldn't, we'd say to each other, do we really, really need it? And we'd go, no. But then the next day, one of us would go and buy it without the other one being there. So they wouldn't know. So cleaning out a unit, I've seen a few things that I thought, mum, you went back and bought them without me. <laughs> but that's part of being life. And I will, and we get used to what we do. We, we get used to our surroundings. And as sad as it is for me to clean up my mum's unit, I need to, I need to walk, I need to move forward. And that's what I'm doing. I also um, started grief counselling on Wednesday. Is sport uh, grief counselling a sport in a supportive group? I didn't do one-on-one -on -one grief counselling because I didn't feel that I would be very helpful. So I've started a, a support group, and hopefully that's going to get me through, walk me through the difficult times. TV shows. I've managed to get hold of Happy Days on DVD. So I was a happy woman. So I've started to watch it. I finished the first season and now I'm on to the second season. I forgot how corny it was. But these in these times, you need a little corny. Mr. C, Mr. Cunningham, reminds me so much of my dad, more in his appearance than in his attitude. And Mrs. Cunningham reminds me, uh, she's, she's the typical housewife back in the 50s, I suppose, but she has a wicked sense of humour. And it, it's just funny watching them. And Richie is just so embarrassing at times. I'm still 100% in love with the Fonz. I could always had a bit of a, a thing for the bad boy, even though he's not that bad. Um, and he's motorbike. But, yeah, so I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm also watching a sitcom on 7 Plus, Happily Divorced. It has two seasons and it's got Fran Drescher in it. It's about a married couple that after 18 years, her husband comes out as gay. It's very funny. Um, so if you get a chance, 
give it a go. I, it's, it's very lighthearted and I'm enjoying it. I'm on track with my 100 days to brave. I'm up to the 11th day today and I'm working my way through the four gospels. Last week I did say three, but that was my mistake and I'm sorry for that. Uh, I'm only human. Um, also on Saturday it was Australia's first saint's day, Mary McKillop, and I was interested to learn that she was born in Fitzroy. I'm not familiar with her life. Um, maybe I will, while I'm in lockdown, I might do some research and see what she was, how, why she became a saint. I'm really unsure about why she became a saint. That's really bad of me because I really should know. <laughs> so I might do that in lockdown. That's something I can look, put on my list for next week. This Saturday coming is the Assumption of Our Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, this is an important day and I'm missing going to church and celebrating, especially these days for our saints. Uh, we're lucky though with technology that we can live stream and I'm grateful for that. I've been grateful for um, Wollongong Archdiocese. They have been in the last, I think since April or since we've been in lockdown, the last five and a half months, they've been doing mass online through YouTube with Bishop Brian, Archbishop, uh, sorry, Bishop Brian. I'm not sure his surname, which is really bad of me. And they've been held every Sunday at 9am and they're an amazing, it's an amazing production. And I was saddened that about a week ago they decided that because New South Wales isn't in lockdown anymore and that apparently they can still go, they can go to church now, they weren't going to do it anymore. So last weekend I had trouble finding a mass. I did do one through my local church, but it's, the production wasn't great and it was through Facebook. And I'm trying not to be on Facebook at the moment. It's too sad and people are just just not very nice on Facebook at the moment. So I try not to be on Facebook, but I did. However, I did do do go on, I did went on Facebook and did do a mass. Uh, but then I got an email during the week saying that there had been a lot of emails to the bishop stating that they would really, really like it to come back. And it's not just because of Victoria or Australia. Apparently there were a lot of overseas people that were watching it too. And it's just nice to know. So I'm very excited that they've decided that they're going to bring it back. And I think it's starting on the 30th of August because they've got to get organised with getting people to do the roster. And it's a big production. I think there's like, must be three or four cameras that are doing it on the weekend. So I'm really glad that they've decided to come back and do that so also i've been listening to a lot of podcasts since i don't actually sleep very well because my mum passed away i find it really hard to sleep at night time so i've come addicted to podcasts and i'm going to share a couple of my favorites with you today the first one is the catholic talk show i've learned a lot um, about my faith with the with this one it's three guys one of them is a priest um, and they're very funny and they're not they're not opinionated and they're not self-righteous about our religion and they accept what's happened in our religion in, in the in in the Catholic uh, system but they don't talk they talk about it but they don't you know they've got no views on it so it's really good and they talk about everything to Saints days to Mother Mary to um, what happened with Jesus on the cross and it's, it, it's given me an insight to, to things. And I'm not, I, 
I didn't know a lot. I thought I knew a lot about my religion, but they, I didn't. And these boys have been really quite interesting. One of them too ha- was actually training as a priest. He went to a, sem- a seminar. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but he dropped out and he ended up getting married and he's got a few children. And so the th- it's like basically three guys chatting around a table like they're at a pub and just having a good time and, and talking about what they their religion and it is really good. And it's good to hear the the only problem is it is an American podcast, so but I've I've noticed too there's not too much difference between being Catholic in Australia and being Catholic in America, so or being Catholic around the world. So it is good. The second one, you've obviously heard me talk about Annie before because I'm doing a hundred days to brave and she was one of the reasons why I started my podcast. So she has a lot of um, podcasts, but there's one in particular that I like to listen to, and it's Annie and Eddie Keep Talking. So it's just two friends. So what they were doing before COVID or while COVID was happening, they were isolated at home, and they were ringing up each other, and they decided that they would do a podcast instead and talk to each other twice a week like they were when they were ringing. So... On a Tuesday and a Friday, they get together and they talk about everything and anything. Sometimes they talk about, Annie doesn't have any children, but Eddie does. He has two beautiful girls and a wife. And sometimes the girls come on and they have a chat. And one of his daughters knows everything about every president in America. And she is really, really funny. So that's a good one too to listen to if if you just want to listen to something without judgment. Then there's another one. Now, this one is interesting. I've only just started listening to it. It's called Truth Seekers. It's a it's Bible stories for, for kids. So this one is not aimed at adults, but I struggle with the Bible in reading it and the first, especially the, New, the Old Testament because I just don't understand the Old Testament very well. So this breaks it down very simply into kids' language and it's enjoyable and most of the podcast only goes for about 10 to 15 minutes, so it's very quick and she talks about creation and then what it means and then she says a little prayer at the end and I think probably once a month too in the podcast they have like a quiz. So that's what I do, I've been listening to and as I said, it's given me another insight of what, what the Bible's about and and you don't have to be religious, I don't think, to listen to this one because everyone knows the, the, the story of Adam and Eve and Noah's Ark and, and things like that. It's the ones that I don't understand when it comes to, you know, I thought I understood about David and the Goliath and that. And, I, and when she talks about it, it breaks it down and it makes it more interesting to learn. And then when I go back to read those stories as an adult, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll understand them a little bit more because I've had that background. My background of being a Catholic is I never grew up for, in a Catholic religion, in a Catholic family. My parents gave me the opportunity to choose and I and I chose to be Catholic. And I think I was eight at the time when I chose. And that was because the influence in my life was my grandmother and she was a devout Catholic. And um, she, my grandmother had a big influence on me, so that's why I did it. So I basically learned being Catholic on my own. So as I've got older, I've got more wiser and I've wanted to embrace it more. So these these shows like the Catholic Talk Show and um, the Truth Seekers is helps me understand a little bit more. I do follow, I, f- I have a few apps on my phone, Hello, which is another American app, 
app um, and it goes through the rosaries and daily, daily uh, the daily scriptures. But you have, that's a, a pod, uh, that's an app that you have to pay a subscription to, and I'm not keen on doing that. And then there's another one that's pray on, pray as you go, and that's a good one too. And it's kind of like meditation. And actually, my religion for me is basically meditating for me how to meditate and to to move on with what I need to do. So that's my podcast for this week. If you've got a podcast that you um, you listen to and you think that I might be interested in. Just drop me a line on kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com and um, I'll give it a go. I'm interested in hearing what you guys listen to out there. So this week, what am I grateful for? I want to say how grateful I am for the journalists. They have a job of presenting the news to us, whether it's good or bad, and lately it has not been great. I also... They're also in the community risking their, they're risking their chances of getting this virus. So I just wanted to say to them, thank you for your hard work and the way you smile when giving us the bad news. So I'm grateful for journalists this week. Thank you for joining me once again. I look forward to talking to you with you next week. If you would like to drop me a line, you can send me an email on kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, kindnessmatters1945. Be safe, be kind, remember to wash those hands and wear the masks when going outside. Till we meet again.